I'm Brian Fernando. I'm Abby Touche. And these are all the words. Finding the exact words to fit your ideas is one of the first steps in building your vocabulary. People can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed in well-selected words. So are we doing... Well, how have, how have you been? 2018 is turning out better than 2017. Still? Put it that way, yes. Okay, good. Uh, I forget, did we did, I, did we do the whole... Yeah, we talked about our New Year's resolutions and stuff. Yeah, in, what, what we want to come within this for this next year. In our, in our secret episode zero that we're not going to advertise. Yeah, it'll just exist in the world. For the, for the completionists. Yes. Uh, yeah, so biggest thing is I'm getting laid off in April. So, kind of, (laughs) kind of, yeah, sort of, uh, need to find a new job is the main thing. So I'm hoping sometime in the next three months, podcast just really takes off. Yes. (laughs) It's going to skyrocket. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> once, once I can figure out editing. <laughs> yes. Someone's just like, hey, do you want all of the money? And I'll say yes. Uh, besides that, might be moving, might have found a place to live. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Those are the, well, those are two very big things, but I think those are the only big things. I was also thinking, uh, you weren't here for this, but... We just spent the last half hour uh, battling this shitty microphone. I think I'm going to go through my music stuff. I'm going to see if I can grab like an interface and some better microphones because I have musician style microphones as well as this podcasting microphone, which is not very good. (laughs) The only thing with those is that I don't have like a stand for them, so you just have to like hold it in your hand for an hour. Which well, I don't we know could, if that's... we could figure oh. out a stand. Yeah, I'm crafty enough. I can figure out a stand. I'm a guy for yeah. that. Yeah, you just you'll make one. <laughs> yep. I I have faith in you. <laughs> and yourself? Nothing's really changed since the year started. That's still still just working, and I mean at at work, one of my Managers might be leaving, but she's going off to do better things with her life. So that's kind of more encouraging for me to kind of get the ball rolling on what I want to get done this year and make those changes. Yeah. Still hawking those scented candles. Yes. The scented, the scent emporium. The scent emporium. Is that, your, is <laughs> that what we're calling I, it? I think so. Skirt? I, th- I think I'm just going with a shitty retail store. Yeah. That's that's kind of all you need. Yeah, and you can just say like, "Oh, shitty retail store, a spate of closures." Oh, I know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Not hard to put those pieces together. Yeah. So should we? Should we also go into that we tried to do this like four days ago, and then it it didn't save. We we already recorded this episode one. And for whatever reason, it saved the project, but not the audio files. The actual audio. 
So you open it up and you're like, oh, hey, like a nice new thing for you to put audio in. It's like there's supposed to already be audio here. Well, it's like error, 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 cannot find files. <laughs> Intruder alerts. <laughs> yes. And then fucking Newman from Seinfeld, but from Jurassic Park, he pops up. He's like, ah, you didn't say the magic word. <laughs> and then there was a, a there was a map. And then the you notice the fence for the raptor pen was down. And then we're like, maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. <laughs> Too much stuff has gone wrong already. But we're going to keep trudging through. Yep. So I have to recreate all, all my goofs. Yes. Hopefully I remember what they are. Well, and you should talk about what you've changed about how we're going to read through this book. Yeah. So the original plan, and I think we did talk about this in our intro episode is I wanted to read every single word that is in the unabridged dictionary or as I like to call it a fun abridged dictionary callback goof there's just too much shit in here of things that are how, how not... long how long is a a takes up the first half a page uh and it's like it's not just like talking about a definition of a it it goes into all the ways that you can use a as a prefix as a suffix uh symbols that a can stand for words that a appears in which obviously also comes later in the pages that too so if i see something that i reasonably know that like oh we'll like we'll we'll hit this later on I, I think I'm I'm going to skip the non-words. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe after we get through all the words, we could, like, go back through and talk about the letters. That could be a thing. That could, yeah, be, just, that could be the next thing. Just to, just to be, like, just to, just to complete the yeah. journey. But I really, yeah, there's just too much at the top of... Like, it's, for instance... It's not a fun way to start. Yeah, it's not a fun <laughs> start to the journey. You know, it's like you're going on vacation to Hawaii, uh, but first you have to, like, buy a bunch of socks. Uh, if you, Like, if the first podcast was just us trying to figure out which socks to buy, <laughs> and we did not talk about Hawaii, we were not in Hawaii at all. That is, that is the first episode <laughs> that we recorded. <laughs> so we were really... Got a new new outlook on life. Yes. So anyways, the letter A. A. Where are we gonna start with? The first letter of the English alphabet. A vowel. Any spoken sound represented by the letter A or A as in big cat, father, or small. Something having the shape of an A. A written or printed representation of the letter A. A device as a printer's type. For reproducing the letter A, or a lowercase a. I don't know if you knew this out there. Um, a can be either uppercase or lowercase. The dictionary wants to make that very clear. Yeah, something that's just a food for thought. A has two versions. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that they clarified that. Yeah. I also, yeah, we're we're skipping the first like twenty pages or so of the dictionary, which is like, uh, I was thinking we might go back and uh, 
was thinking we might go back and go through because they have like the new batch of words that they're adding to the dictionary. Well, that, for this edition. For this edition, which is like 15 years old. Uh, but also there's just a whole thing in here is like how to read, which we both already know how to read. We're I would, English I would, majors. I would hope we've made it this far by knowing how to read. But if we didn't, I'm sure by the end of this book, it'll it'll all fall into place. Yes. But yeah, what else? What what did we what did we find? Oh yeah, uh, we we thought it was pretty funny that A in Britain stands for arterial, and it's the letter that they use to designate their major highways because they just they have to do everything better than us. Yeah. So everything is you know. Take and then the the example they have in here. Take the the A five two five to Ruthen. Ruthen. I don't know how to say that. We'll figure out later in the dictionary. Which I wonder. So that makes that makes sense because, as you know, I'm a big fan of Top Gear and the Grand Tour, and they mention like the M sixteen is a road. Yeah. And Which, that would be motorway. Yeah. 16. The motorway. Yeah. We take the motorway to the arterial. Whereas, like, we use, like, I-5 for Interstate 5. Interstate. Because they don't have states. Yeah. They have, what, counties? Okay, so <laughs> uh, so Abby just made a face and just put her hands up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that much about England. <laughs> but you're the one who watches Doctor Who. So you should know everything about England. You're and the, everything you're about the, everything. You're the BBC <laughs> fan. But I imagine that if something is called an arterial, uh, it is meant for a horse and carriage. <laughs> and it takes you over the river and through, through the, woods. the woods to grandmother's house we go. Uh, and that is how arterials are designated is that it ends at a grandmother's house. <laughs> it has to. That it, cause... And only when you intentionally go to grandmother's house. Yes, and everything is uh, everything is uh, or, designated. Un- or unintentionally, <laughs> you just go and you happen to end up there. Yeah, so like you go to the inn. There's like an old woman, and you're like, "Hey, do you have kids? Also, do your kids have kids?" And she says yes to both. And then you put the sign in arterial. Uh, <laughs> you're in the middle of a forest, and you knock on the door, and you're like, "Excuse me, old woman, do you have kids?" And she just cackles at you. Oh, she's a witch, and I'm trapped here. This is a prison. Point of moral of the story: never go to England. <laughs> is what we landed well, on last time. And I was thinking, like my grandmother, but I guess it could be any any grandmother. Yeah, it's any. just it's just a grandmother. Yes. A stands for arterial, <laughs> arterial grandmother. Uh, still on the first page. That is another thing that happened last time. Is we got we got real. We got we got real up on a as a prefix, a as a suffix, a as a symbol, and it just and then as we read on, it says the same thing like ten different times of all the things that a can stand for, uh, and then like it doesn't as some of these it doesn't give you the a symbol logic c universal affirmative. What's a universal affirmative? I don't fucking know. We got to get to the U's before we find that out. <laughs> That's going to be a very long time away. <laughs> yeah. Eventually we'll get there, but not in the near future. It's going to be like super long callback. 
We're going to be in the U. It's going to be a universal affirmative. And then we're both going to, like, have that, like, that look on our faces. And, like, <gasps> it's the thing. From the very first page. <laughs> Whoa. Or it's going to be a total non-starter. <laughs> and someone out there who is into logic is going to be, like, the universal affirmative. It's the fucking, it's the thing. Like, this, this is what it is. Idiots. And they already, like, it's already ruined for them because they know what the universal affirmative is. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's something that just holds the universe together. I would hope so. Like, like a nice hug. A nice hug. <laughs> universal affirmative. <laughs> definition. Noun. A nice <laughs> hug. <laughs> and you know where you get nice hugs? Grandma's house. <laughs> and that's why the British use them to designate... <laughs> They're major highways. Because <laughs> they're what they're what holds that country together as well as the whole universe. Come on, come on down to your grandmother's house and have a universal affirmative. Really, and you don't see it? That's the deleted scenes of Top Gear is they drive to grandmother's houses to get nice hugs. It's actually a tie-in with Doctor Who. It holds the universe and and the fabric of space-time. Together. Uh, that's my fan theory. All, all of the BBC wrapped up in one all, theory. All BBC comes together. <laughs> and you know who was the first person to find that out? Sherlock. <laughs> and this is where... Okay, so this is where we, uh, we, we came back in and we were like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Because, uh, like, the first, like, real word <laughs> that we came across in the dictionary is uh-uh. Yes, that was one of your favorites. Uh-uh, A-A, noun, basaltic lava having a rough surface. And then it does not give us any context at all, but it comes from the Hawaiian word, pahoehoe. And it just, so normally when you look at the etymology of a word, it like gives you like the progression of the word. This one's straight up, it's like, pahoehoe, uh-uh. There's no steps in between. No, just one into the other. Uh, and it also says that it was, so Pahoehoe is like Hawaiian. And then this says it was coined in the mid 1800s. And all I can think of is that like the Hawaiians, uh, that they have, they have different words for different types of lava. They're like, Hey, this one has a rough surface. There's so much of it. And I just feel like Pahoehoe has just such a cumbersome word. Can we, can we shorten it a little bit? And they probably had a meeting, all of Hawaii. And they're like, you know, we don't have roads that go from island to island. Uh, we don't have, you know, that sort of thing to hold the universe together. I mean, we definitely have nice hugs from grandma. Yes. Uh, I do know that about Hawaiian culture. Real big on family. So they got they got all the Hawaiian grandmas together, and they're like, "What do we call this?" Because uh, pahoehoe is just not working for us anymore, and all the grandmas decided on, "Uh uh-uh. uh." Well, what did it start out as? Uh uh. Yes, they're thinking about it, and they're like, "Uh uh," and then someone they slammed a gavel, and they're like, "Yes." Uh uh-uh, uh, it it shall be <laughs> from now on. And then we got uh AA 
distinct from AAA, Administrative Assistant, Alcoholics Anonymous, Anti-Aircraft, Authors Alteration. And a lot of these, there will be a later, there will be another entry for it later. But then also AA can be a proportional shoe width size narrower than A and wider than AAA. The smallest proportional brassiere cup size. Ha, nice. A quality rating for a corporate or municipal bond lower than AAA and higher than A. Ha, nice. Get that money. Stack that paper. (laughs) A battery size for 1.5 volt dry cells. Diameter 0.6 inches. Length 2 inches. Very, like, that's... It's so precise. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think their hope is that if you just saw, like, a AA battery out in the wild, (laughs) you're just like, I remember this from the dictionary. (laughs) I know what this is. And everyone else is just like, what the fuck is it? You guys, it's a double A battery. And then not, everyone hails, not to be confused with triple A. No, that comes that comes later. <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself. Uh, also in British, a designation for motion pictures certified as unsuitable for children under fourteen, unless accompanied by an adult. And double A, uh, obviously in Britain, that's two grandmas. Do not go see this movie, children. This lava has a rough surface. Bring two grandmas with you. You gotta have gotta have a written note from both of your grandmas in in England. <laughs> to go see a movie. To go see this movie. Oh yeah, and then AAA means everything in the world. Uh Agricultural Adjustment Administration, Amateur Athletic Association, American Automobile Association, Anti-Aircraft Artillery, and the Automobile Association of America, which is distinct distinct from the American Automobile Association. A proportional shoe width size narrower than AA. The highest quality rating for a corporate or municipal bond. Ha, nice. Get that money stack, that paper. Uh, A battery size for 1.5 volt dry cells. Diameter 0.4 inches. Length 1.7 inches. The tiniest battery. That's not true. There's watch batteries. But they don't have a size distinction, I don't think. Amateur Athletic Association, American Automobile Association, Automobile... See, that's the thing, is that I'm reading a different entry now, and... And it's the same it, information. The only distinction is that so there's there's AAA without periods in between, and then there's AAA with periods in between. And they can both be the American Automobile Association, or the Automobile Association of, of America. America. And I like to think that the way... There's got to be one official one, and I think they're they're gonna have to have a race, like a like a cannonball run type situation, across America, <laughs> to find out who the association really is, which one you want to insure your vehicle under. Who will bring me gas when I run out of gas yeah. on the side of the highway? Who will tow me up to a hundred miles? <laughs> then there's get this guys, quadruple A. The Amateur Athletic Association of America. Because when you want to... Is there a professional association? Like athletic... I guess a professional athletic association? I don't think we'll know until we get to the P's. But I've never heard of it. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. True. Well, I had never heard of the amateur athletic. Exactly. Learning something new every day. Yep. And that's one one of our hopes for this podcast is that... You, as well as we, will learn something new 
every day. I mean, we've already learned that Grandma holds the universe together. Yes, with her hugs. With 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 warm, friendly hugs. A A A L American Academy of Arts and Letters. A A A S American Association for the Advancement of Science. And then okay, then this is like their second like word that we came up across was, uh, and it's a proper noun. It's uh, uh, Aachen, city in West Germany, coronation city of German kings from A.D. 936 to 1531. Population, as of printing of this book, 242,000. So there's that. Nice. No, no count. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, I guess it's cool that there's like, there's a city that they go to. I wonder if Aachen's like a party town and that's why they had the coronations there. That it wasn't like, it was, it's not where the king lives. It's where the king goes to party. Well, this is what, what was, what time period? Uh, from 936 to 1531. So right up until they got like owned by the Holy Roman Empire. Or wait, I think that was the Holy Roman Empire with like Charlemagne and all them. I think that might've been. So maybe that was like, maybe this was dark times for Germany nah, as a nation. Not so happy times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, they got worse later on, but this was also not a great time yeah. to be a German person. AAE, American Association of Engineers. AAEE. This is where we start getting into like, it can be an acronym, but it can also just be like a cry for help. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Uh, associate in an aeronautical engineering. And then, hey, again, AAEE, American Association of Electrical Engineers. And then, ACE, American Association of Engineering Societies. <laughs> so there's an association for the societies. Yes. The societies decided to associate. <laughs> now, that I imagine once we get to the S's, there's, there's a society for the associations of societies. I hope so. I mean, that's like S-A-S-E. It's like sassy. <laughs> Society for the Association of Societies. Like, don't talk back to me. We're sassy. And unfortunately, in the dictionary, there's no way to, to write uh, snaps. Or like in the dictionary, it's like sassy, often accompanied by snaps. Yeah. AF, Allied Air Forces, in the U.S. formerly, Army Air Forces. Auger, Associate in Agriculture. Oh, this is where we this is where we got to. Ah, and I remember uh, the first time I read it, uh, I accidentally went ah, but it's more it's more of a happy ah, used as an exclamation expressing surprise, delight, joy, etc. The exclamation ah to exclaim or to utter ah, we all ood and ah at the <laughs> lovely birthday cake is the. Uh, the, the example that they gave. And then there's some pronouns here that they do not explain what they are. Alborg definition. Alborg. Alasund definition. Alasund. Ali'i, a bushy shrub, Dodinea viscosa of Australia, Hawaii, Africa, and tropical America having sticky foliage. Alst, Alto, Alvar, Finnish architect and furniture designer. Um, air-to-air missile. A and H, accident and health. A and I, accident and indemnity. Uh, which, accident and indemnity, indemnity is uh, one of my favorite uh, 
old-timey film noir gangster movies. Nice. And uh, Accident in Health is my favorite. Uh... You're losing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing <laughs> it. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. The moment has passed. It's not funny anymore. Let's, let's move on. All right. I don't know. The only band that's coming to mind is like brand new. But that's like new brand new. It's not like old brand new when they were in their like emo phase. It's like new indie rock brand new. They definitely have a song called Accident and Health. <laughs> um, it's probably off of uh, Daisy. Daisy or Science Fiction. They just have a song called Accident and Health. And it's about like uh, a guy who died from falling down some stairs. And Jesse Lacey was very sad about it. Uh, A&M agricultural and mechanical parentheses college example texas a&m so good job texas a&m you're the example nice all the other a&ms follow you you are the you are the when you're like what's an a&m college ah texas a&m i mean ah texas a&m i've never i'm surprised and delighted and joyful I say I don't know that I've heard of another school besides Texas A and M specifically designated like like I've never heard of like California A and M. Well, California doesn't have one, but I'm pretty sure. Now I'm probably gonna get this wrong, or maybe they both have one. I think like Arkansas and Alabama, like it's like a midwestern slash southern thing, because they have a lot of agricultural schools yeah. out there. They probably both have one. A and R. Artists and repertory used to refer to the profession of selecting recording artists, approving their repertory and performances, and arranging the distribution and promotion of the finished recording, which nowadays is just SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you you upload your fire mixtape, and you are now your own A and R person. Oh no, this is the brand new song, uh, "Accident and Sickness." Oh, it came to you that now. Is, that is definitely. <laughs> That is 100% off of Daisy or science fiction, <laughs> accidents and sickness. I can just, I can hear him screaming in my head right now. AAP, Association of American Publishers. Hey, get at us. American Academy of Political and Social Science. Ops. AAPSS. Ops. Um, but no, I was serious though. Uh, like we said in our intro episode, like I'm down to talk about any book in a podcast as long as I've read it and like I know about it. Don't make me talk about a book that I I have not read because it'll be bad. <laughs> I don't think that'll help with sales at all. But I would love to talk at great length about any book, dictionary or no dictionary. Is there a certain book you're reading right now? Am I reading a book right now? I am reading an improv book right now. That it is the TJ and Dave book. That it has a really nice sort of truncated biography, history, whatever. It talks about how Dave got into improv because he's been doing it longer than TJ. And then how TJ got into improv. And then how they met each other. And then how their show came to be. They do a one hour show that is just the two of them. That they do not... Let me see if I can explain this to you as a non-improviser and to all those wonderful non-improvisers listening to our podcast right now, both of them. So when you get your suggestion, well, that's another thing is they don't even get a suggestion, but they turn the lights off and when the lights 
come back up, their entire one hour set is just based off of how they're looking at each other and their <laughs> like body language. And that informs their characters. And then the characters inform the location. Like nothing, it all just comes from how they're looking at each other and how they're standing in relation to each other. And from there, they do an hour's worth That's a really of long material. set. Yes. I have done an hour's worth of improv seven times in my six years <laughs> as an improviser. It's normally like half an hour. Yeah. 20 minutes. But TJ good, and Dave are amazing. Good book so far. Yeah. Oh, and then after that, it goes into like their philosophy of improv and like having seen them what they do and their philosophy really go hand in hand nice anyways r a river in central switzerland flowing north to the rhine 175 miles long and you just know that it's picturesque and beautiful because it's uh, central switzerland you know that it it gets frozen over every once in a while it, it goes through a beautiful forest it gets frozen over um, is that just every river in Switzerland? Switzerland? Yes. Uh, Switzerland, everything is ski slopes. Uh, everyone in Switzerland wears skis all the time. Are you looking it up on your I, phone? I am looking. Oh, oh, is it, ooh. Is it just? It's beautiful. Oh. It's. Yeah. It's. It's so. exactly how I described. <laughs> beautiful. The stereotypes are all true. <laughs> And look at that hill. You can ski down that hill. I was right about every... I was 100% correct. <laughs> yes, there, there is snow on that hill. <laughs> yes, that is where, that's where the skiing happens. I'm, I bet this is the middle of July for it's, Switzerland. It's almost like kind of Italy-esque with like the buildings right up against the water. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I mean, Switzerland and Italy border on each other. Very nice. Uh, Ar- Arau is... A town in and the capital, the province of Argau, I guess it'd be because in Switzerland it's it's a, a canton, C A N T O N. We'll get there. <laughs> I just every time I say a new word, I'm, oh, we'll get there. We'll figure yeah. it out. Uh, in North Switzerland, uh, population fifteen thousand nine hundred twenty-seven, uh, and I imagine it is very beautiful and picturesque. Uh, and just the fact that it has an A A R in it as well, I imagine that the R River goes through it. Probably. That's more Googling than I want to do right now, though. Yeah, we're, we're doing a thing right now. Aardvark. Yay, our first animal. A large, yeah, and it has a picture. Yay. A large nocturnal burrowing mammal, Arictoropus afer. I'm going to say it's afer. A-F-E-R. Of central and southern Africa, feeding on ants and termites and having a long extensile tongue, strong claws, and long ears comes from the uh, Afrikaans words for earth pig, Ardevarkin. Um, I did not know that they burrowed. I thought, when I think of aardvarks, I think of anteaters. I don't think anteaters burrow. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when we get to the ANs. Yes. But, like, I, 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 like, I'm learning, I'm learning stuff. From the dictionary so this oh. is like episode one already a rousing success for me at least and then uh they have its cousin ard wolf way more badass than an earth pick 
earth pig is an earth wolf. A striped hyena-like mammal, Protellus cristatus of southern and eastern Africa that feeds chiefly on insects. Okay, that's kind of lame. That's still because I really want it to feed on humans. Or like a chupacabra type like creature of the night. Yeah, it's just like an aardvark, but with fangs. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, creature of the night. It mostly gets around by swooping. Yeah. (laughs) Could you you lean in and uh, do the... That's uh, that's the sound of an aardwolf swooping. This is how they get around to eat people. Argyle... A canton in North Switzerland, population 443,900, 542 square miles. Yeah, probably where the R flows through. Beautiful, mm-hmm. picturesque. Everything is ski slopes. Ar- Arhus, definition, Arhus. Aaron, like the name, Aaron. Uh, one, the older brother of Moses, usually regarded as the first high priest of the Hebrews. Good job. Nice. Henry Lewis Aaron, or Hank Aaron, born 1934, U.S. baseball player. Which is very cool to be second after the dude from the Bible. <laughs> to be listed under the Aarons. <laughs> yeah, like you are, the, you, are the, you are the second Aaron after the, like, we'll just say the official Aaron from the Bible. And then also Hank Aaron. Good job. Uh, and then a male given name. So all other Aarons are lumped under... Number three, so you're either the Moses's brother, <laughs> the first high priest of the Hebrews, Hank Aaron, legendary, you know, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, or just a dude. Just a dude. Just a just a dude named Aaron. Here's your, here's your male card. <laughs> yeah, you so get some... you get to be a male because your name is Aaron. Named Aaron, Moses's brother, Hank Aaron, some asshole. Uh, ironic, adjective. Of or pertaining to Aaron. Which one? Could be any of them. Pertaining or belonging to the order of Jewish priests descended from Aaron. Specifically the first one, not Hank Aaron. (laughs) Of the second or lesser order priesthood among the Mormons. Those ones are related to Hank Aaron. (laughs) They all... All all the Mormon priests, they they came from famous baseball player Hank Aaron. Uh, Or just priestly. Acting like a, a priest... Isn't it ironic? Ironical. Adjective. Ironic. <laughs> Which we now know what that means. Yeah. Uh, of or like a high priest. Pontifical. What does that mean? Oh, we'll get to it. Pontifical. It means ironical. Keep up. Aaronite. One of the priestly descendants of Aaron. Hank Aaron. In, <laughs> in my mind, Aaron from the Bible has been replaced by <laughs> Hank Aaron. Yeah. Which, uh, I love you so much, Dictionary. Aaron's beard! See Rose of Sharon. Is this a flower? I don't know, we'll find out. I feel, I'm kind of embarrassed I don't know what a Rose of Sharon is right now. Uh, I'm gonna look it up as soon as we're done recording this. Yes. Aaron's rod. Gross. A rod inscribed with the name of Aaron. Actually, no, if you think about it, it could just be a baseball bat, because we could still be talking about Hank Aaron. Yeah. Aaron's rod. It's a, it is right now, uh, it's in the Baseball Hall of Fame <laughs> in, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, Cleveland, Ohio? I, I don't know. Inscribed with the name of Aaron that miraculously blossomed and yielded almonds. Almonds, kind of anticlimactic for a miracle. 
almonds. Yeah, just almonds. Just some, just some nuts. Just some nuts. Just oh, oh Lord, please feed us in these trying times. It just popped open like a planner's. <laughs> like here. Blue diamond. <laughs> Blue diamond. They're dry roasted and salted. Just make sure you have a glass of water. Enjoy. <laughs> and it's just almonds. There's no like. There's no peanuts. There's no, no raisins. No M and M's. Just <laughs> almonds. Look, I'm gonna turn this car around. Uh, any of various plants having a tall flowering stem, such as goldenrod, a smooth-stemmed herb, Thermopsis caroliniana, found from North Carolina to Georgia, having yellow flowers in stiffly erect clusters and hoary pods. Gross. Get your mind out of the gutter, dictionary. Don't be talking to me about <laughs> erect clusters and hoary pods. I don't want to see any hoary pods. That's just that's just gross. Architectural term, a convex molding having regularly spaced representations of leaves or scroll work. Oh, nice. What's a nice uh, coming back from the disgustingness of the erect clusters and hoary pods. <laughs> AARP or ARP, American Association of Retired Persons. That's uh, named after, you know, what you say at your retirement party. This is like, you've, you've made it this long, like you don't have to use words anymore. So just, arp. <laughs> I'm done with work. Now I can, arp, arp. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, you know, you have to talk to so many people, especially if you're in like a public facing job. It's like a customer service job. You're 65. You're going to start getting that pension, you know. Who has pensions anymore? Uh, government workers. <laughs> I mean, still, you're you're behind a desk. You're processing paperwork. You gotta talk to the public, and because it's the government, they're all mad at you. Yep. Because you're just fucking up left and right. You're 65. I don't gotta deal with this shit anymore. I don't even gotta speak English. Arp. A A S. Fellow of the American Academy, Academiae Americanae Socius. So you just want to be real pedantic about it. American Academy of Sciences, or just an associate in applied science. So you can be like top level, you can be on some next level shit. Like, I'm a fellow of the American Academy. I don't know why he has a British accent if it's the American Academy. Because that makes things more proper. Yeah. I'm from the American Academy of Sciences. I, I went to community college. <laughs> I did my time. I did. I, I put in my two years. I got the piece of paper. There's like a, there's a, just like a, a, a missing chunk there in the middle where you're just like a regular scientist and not like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> AAU, Amateur Athletic Union. AAUP, oh, American Association of University Professors. Also the American Association of University Presses. Do not confuse the two. Do not try and put your paper in a professor and get another one out. They'll just get very angry at you. professor is not a press. No. Uh, I mean, also, don't expect a press to teach you anything except whatever's on the one sheet that's already in there. It, and, but, and it might even just be like something like warning wet paint, which you're still learning something, but it's very specific usage. Uh, AAUW, American Association of University Women. Just all the women in one association don't have to distinguish what they're there for. Just a woman at an American university. Great, you're in. 
It's all the college ladies. <laughs> all the college ladies. Uh, it's thirty dollars a year. You get a card. It's just hey, I'm a woman. I go to an American university. Or went. Or oh, you get also for uh, yeah. Because it never expires. You're a woman who has been to a university once. Yep. You just set foot and someone hands you a card. <laughs> you don't even have to go. Just physically be in, in the space. Yeah. Um, what was your... You, you, you know about the AUW, right? I don't know much about what they do. I just know that my grandma volunteers with them. She helps um, every tax season. She helps like people that can't afford to have their taxes done do their taxes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So... So, it's just an organization that you can be a part of that you can do volunteer work through, as far as I know. I'm sure they do many, many things. Most of them university-related. I'm sure. For women. Yeah. A-axis. And then, I don't know what this means. It says crystal. The horizontal crystallographic axis passing from front to back. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Crystal. Clear as crystal. A-axis. A, B, nautical, C, able, seaman, airborne, airman, basic, anti-ballistic, anti-ballistic missile, a major blood group usually enabling a person whose blood is of this type to donate blood to persons of type AB and to receive blood from persons of type O, A, B, or AB. Completely useless. <laughs> there's one person, there's one blood type that you can donate to. I mean, not that they don't need it, but it's just like. You can take blood from anyone, <laughs> but you can only give blood to other ABs. So selfish. Hey, if you're an AB out there, try having a different blood type. Just, it's the right thing to do. Uh, do, do you feel so strongly about this because you are AB? I honestly don't know. You don't know your blood type? I don't. That's going to come back to haunt me at some point. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's there, like, in my medical records. I just have to... Yeah. Ask but around. You didn't do like a test when you were in high school to figure out what your blood type was? was no. Was that just the weird science class that I took? I don't yeah, it's just the weird science class that you took. I don't remember what the science class was. It was probably human anatomy. It was probably that class. Alabamine. Chemical, I guess. Antibody. A formal element occurring in loan words from Latin where it meant away from, such as abdicate, abolition. About. You just write A-B, and it means about, at bat, Bachelor of Arts, Artium, Baccalaureus, ABBA, A-B-A, a coarse felted fabric woven of camels or goat's hair, a loose sleeveless outer garment made of this fabric or of silk worn by Arabs. Hey, dictionary, don't be racist. Other, other people can wear ABBA. ABBA, also a town in southeast Nigeria. 177,000. And then here's ABA, the Amateur Boxing Association, the American Badminton Association, the American Bankers Association, the American Bar Association, the American Basketball Association, the American Book Awards, the American Booksellers Association, or it just be a person with an associate in business administration. <laughs> Which every time, I think this is going to be like a running joke, is this every time we come across an acronym like that, just picture one convention hall where they all accidentally show up at the same time. I would watch that movie. <laughs> but you know, you know, the Amer the Amateur Boxing Association, okay, they're amateurs. 
So that factors in, but I still feel like there if there was a fight over who got the convention hall, they're the best punchers. <laughs> yeah, they would they would probably be the best. Uh, even though they're amateurs, they're the only association in this list that is dedicated to punching. Uh, and being amateurs, you know some of them left their gloves at home accidentally. So they're at the forefront, <laughs> bare knuckle boxing, left and right, taking out those booksellers, taking out those bankers, taking out that one dude with the associate's degree. Uh, and then all you're left with are... Uh, the American Bar Association, which I don't know if that's lawyers or if it's like bartenders, but you know bartenders can get pretty rough and tumble. And that's, then the I think it's for lawyers. It's for lawyers. Okay, <laughs> like punching, passing passing the bar, punching out those lawyers <laughs> left and right because they deserve it. Lawyers are bad. Sharks. Uh, sharks. Actually, if they're, they're if they're part of an association, they're probably on the up and up. <laughs> they're not the shady ones. They're not. We don't have any like cousin Vinnies in there. <laughs> And then all that's left are the badminton players, which I don't know if you know this, but those shuttlecocks can go upwards of 100 miles an hour. Really? Yeah. Those will take an eye out. So now we're, we got melee versus long range <laughs> attacks. I, they're not that sturdy, but I imagine like the racket, like with a good backswing. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll definitely, they'll, they'll take you out. All those tiny wires yeah. in that badminton racket, just lacerations all across your face. I mean, and melee versus long range, if you've ever played Age of Empires, you oh. know long range will always win. Because, you know, you got that castle wall and you got this, that one dude up there just punching the wall. Meanwhile, there's a catapult miles away <laughs> throwing rocks at him. Abaca, a Philippine plant. Musa textilis. The fiber of this plant, used in making rope, fabrics, etc., comes from Spanish, and before that, Tagalog, which I don't think we talked about this last time. Uh, that is actually what my family speaks back in the Philippines. Nice. Because there are 1,000 languages spoken in the Philippines. The most, so it's like English, Spanish, Tagalog. And then I think the next one is Ilocano. I might be wrong, but then there's all manner of like regional dialects that are kind of smoke spoken in like small pockets. Uh, but Tagalog is like the one that's like nationwide um, and where anything that we come across in this dictionary will probably have a Tagalog root um, just because it's the most widely known. And I think they're all pretty close to each other. Um, that is the extent of what I know about languages from the Philippines. Hey, that's more than I know. That's cool. Abasiscus, plural, abasiscai, a small abacus, or also a tessera. Bet you didn't know that, that an abasiscus is a tessera. Nope, didn't know it. You learn something new every day. I've learned many a new things today. <laughs> what is a tessera? We will find out in the far, far future. Well, and it is only one o'clock Pacific time. Yeah. I have much more of my day left. Ab abacist, a person skilled and using an abacus. What is that? We'll find out. A back, adverb, toward the back, so that the wind presses against the forward side of the sail or sails. Taken aback, surprised and disconcerted. I was taken aback by his harsh criticism. Nautical term of a sail, positioned so that the wind presses against the forward side. 
of a yard positioned so that its sail is laid aback. So you can be surprised that you thought the, the wind was going one way, but the sail was positioned so that the wind was pressed against the forward side. You were taken aback that the sail was aback. Not my proudest moment. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, I haven't had <laughs> some great ones. Abaco, two islands in the North Bahamas. Okay. A bacterial, not caused by or free from the presence of bacteria. So space is abacterial. A science lab is abacterial. Abaculus, noun, abysiscus. We know what that is. Yes. It's a tiny abacus. Thanks, dictionary. Abacus, a device for making arithmetic calculations consisting of a frame set with rods on which balls or beads are moved. Architectural, a slab forming the top of the capital of a column. And we have a picture of an abacus. I used to know how to use one. For some reason, they they taught us in elementary school. Did you ever have... I was like, I faintly think I remember, like, playing with one when I was in elementary school, but have no clue now how it works, or maybe I... Maybe it was just a dream. I had a dream. You had a dream about an abacus? I wonder what that means. Next up, we're reading a dream dictionary all the way through. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That would probably be like way more entertaining. We can talk about all the crazy dreams we've had. No, because I hate hearing people talk about their dreams. Let's not do that. The birth and death of a podcast <laughs> idea. Less than a minute. Abadan, a city in southwest Iran on the Shat al-Arab, Ar- Arab, I don't know, oil refineries. That's all you need to know about Abadan is that there are oil refineries there. Also population 306,000. But the main thing is the oil refineries. Abaddon. Noun. One. Apollyon. Which I know as the angel of death. Also a place of destruction. Or the depths of hell. Abaddon. It's like you go to a place and it's it's not a good one. It's Abaddon. It's Abaddon. <laughs> oh no. I'm in <laughs> just a, a southerner I guess. Oh, I'm, in a, I'm in a place of destruction. A.K.A. the depths of hell. Oh I'm in Abaddon. My new, not my proudest moment, <laughs> was that that accent. Ab eterno, Latin, from the most remote antiquity. I don't know. I just something's really old. Ab eterno. I wish. I really wish this was one of the ones that would have like a sentence where they show like you. a little bit more. Just yeah, a just a little bit. bit more. Just just give us something. You know, 2,000 pages, you can't spare us one sentence to show us how to use abiturno. Abeft. To the rear of, aft of, in the direction of the stern, astern, aft. It's like if you want to say aft, but you just want to sound a tiny bit more ridiculous, you can say abeft. And you have to say it in that voice, too. Yes, only that voice. Only abeft. Abagtha. One of the seven eunuchs who served in the court of King Ahasuerus. That's not right. That's not how you say that word. A-H-A-S-U-E-R-U-S. We will find out how to pronounce that later. It's definitely in here. Abelard. Abelard. Abakan. Not to be confused with Abadan. The capital of the Caucasus Autonomous Region in the Russian Federation in Asia on the Yenisei River. 128,000. Abalone. A large mollusk of the generous Haliotis, 
having a bowl-like shell, bearing a row of respiratory holes, the flesh of which is used for food and the shell for ornament and as a source of mother of pearl. Nice. Yeah, and it comes with a comes with a picture, which really, for an abalone, does not do it justice. Abamp, electrical term, abampere. What is an abampere? Abampere, the centimeter gram second <laughs> unit of electromagnetic current equivalent to 10 amperes. I appreciate that it came at least like right after. Yeah, not, not leaving us in suspense. Yeah. And I think this would be a good place to, to cut off because for reasons that will become readily apparent. Abandon. To leave completely and finally. Forsake utterly. Desert. To give up. Discontinue. Withdraw from. To give up the control of. To yield oneself without restraint or moderation. Give oneself over to natural impulses, usually without self-control. To cast away, leave, or desert as property or a child. To relinquish insured property to the underwriter in case of partial loss, thus enabling the insured to claim a total loss. To banish. Example. We are abandoning this podcast as of right now. Uh, For the time being. Yes. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to come back and do this some more. Wink. <laughs> this was this was a lot of fun recording this the second time in a row. I, I think... Wink, I'm, I'm wink. Kind, I'm kind of glad that that first one is gone, because I feel like this is still came out a little bit better than that first one. A little more streamlined. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah. Actually, I that wasn't the... Uh, that wasn't the end of the definition of abandoned because there's still like abandon as a noun, like reckless abandon. Well, we can caution pick, be damned. We can pick up on that in the next second time. episode, which I guess. Yeah, I guess technically you don't need listeners to continue doing a podcast. <laughs> so we can keep doing this ab eterno. That's not the right way to use that from a really old dictionary. Anyways. I want to, want to leave you with this. Uh, you're not going to find it in a regular dictionary, but we did find it in on this website, which is another sort of dictionary. Um, one that if you live in like a densely populated city type area, it's it's that kind of dictionary. A word that you might hear as you're walking down the street in the city, perhaps. Yeah. Um, just a just a, a a gang of street youths might. Say it. Some some street urchins. <laughs> a Dickensian, Dickensian street urchins. You you wake up on Christmas morning and you you there, boy. What day is it? <laughs> because you're Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, <laughs> and that boy will say to you, Sacramento spacesuit. I'm Brian Fernando. I'm Abby Touche. And these have been all the words. Nobody can learn all those words. I'm going to 